Are you feeling like every day is a battle to keep your emotions in check? Like you're walking on a tightrope. You could fall off on one side and be hysterically laughing or fall on the other and be hysterically crying. Do you find yourself apologizing more than you'd like for those moments when patients are running thin? You are not alone. We are going to dive deep into emotional intelligence and emotional work and just being completely overwhelmed and overstimulated. So stay tuned as we dive into these faith-based ways to navigate turbulent waters of emotional turmoil. Welcome to The Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. Welcome back to The Thought Vault. Today, we are addressing a very real and raw aspect of living life, and that's our emotional baggage and emotional health, if you want to call it. In today's example that we jump off with, it's specific to parenting, but this episode is definitely applicable to everyone. We all are dealing with some type of tenuous environment and situation right now, especially leading up to the holidays, which for whatever reason, well, actually I know the reason, Satan would love to get in the mix of our holiday cheer and cause some strife. So if you're feeling a little bit overly emotional, this episode is definitely going to help you manage that a little bit better. And before I share this question for today, please remember that anyone can submit an an anonymous question or situation like topic or circumstance that they're dealing with that they would love some faith-based coaching on. And you can find the link to submit your situation, question, whatever you want to call it in the link below. So please do that because I have a ongoing bank of these questions and I'm really excited to dive into these specific nuanced situations and hopefully it can give you some clarity. And I love reading those old like Dear Sally or anonymous submittals on my favorite publications because I really think people can be vulnerable when they have the anonymity behind it. And like I said, this submittal uh, form is totally anonymous. And I just, I like hearing what other people are going through because that is a connection point for us and we are built for a community. So I had to put that plug in there. I would love to help more of you guys, more of you listeners. And even if it's not a situation that you might personally be dealing with, if you want to talk about a subject of someone else in your life. And maybe the feedback that we have on the show can give you some tips and help and guidance for that other person in your life that you love so dearly and want to help in their circumstance. All right, moving on. Here is our question for today. I'm a mom to two little kids. I've been so overwhelmed lately and feel like I can't control my own emotions because all my energy goes into helping my kids manage theirs. I'm so impatient and I'm having to say sorry a lot for being too harsh. Hard to admit that, but I'm just on the struggle bus. Would love some tools or help on how I can better manage myself. Sincerely, overstimulated mom. First, let's acknowledge something important. Parenting is one of the most challenging yet rewarding roles we will ever take on. It stretches us in ways we've never imagined. I have spoken to this very thing many times on that on the podcast. So check out some of those episodes. Specifically, some of them are labeled for parenting and motherhood. Check those out because I'm sure I dive into this. As a natural introverted person, I definitely relate to this mom who has submitted this question because I have had to grow and stretch myself to links I never knew I had being a mom. 
and being a mom to three. So I definitely commiserate and understand this perspective. And I think we all have an awareness of what it feels like to be completely overstimulated. And like I mentioned at the start of the episode, like on an emotional tightrope, we acknowledge that. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Jesus invites us to come to him when we are burdened and he will give us rest. This promise is a reminder that we don't have to carry our struggles alone and that he cares about all of it. Even you as an overstimulated mom and an emotional basket case, God cares about how you are feeling and what you're going through. Always remember that he is here to bear the cross of our life with us. That is the point of his sacrifice. Emotional overwhelm often occurs when we're juggling multiple responsibilities, not just as parents, but in all of our other roles. It's like trying to keep too many balls in the air at once. Or I love this metaphor. It's like you're a maestro trying to conduct a symphony at the same time as the instrument players are trying to learn how to play their instrument. It's just chaos. (laughs) And that is part of this first step is just recognizing that there are tools that can help us manage this and you're not alone and feeling overstimulated. So what are practical ways that we can in the heat of the moment deal with that trigger or emotional welling up inside of us to react in a certain way. One is going to be fairly obvious, but pause, take a deep breath. This is one method that I have instituted in my life and it has helped me tremendously. Am I perfect at it? No, ask my husband. I probably do a better job with this tactic with my kids than I do with my husband because let's face it, adults can trigger us too. This isn't just about parenting or just about kids. So when you feel triggered or feel caught off guard and like there's this emotional just well up, take a second to breathe. It gives you a moment to collect your thoughts, to respond with even a moment of hesitation can help temper how we interact in the next second. So pause and take a breath. That's the big one. Next is just have a simple prayer. Like, God, help me. God, give me strength. God, give me the words. God, give me the patience. God, help me to be nice. Like whatever it is, you can have these quick moments with the Lord. He's present with us always. And another tip and trick I love is is memorizing a verse that speaks to you. Certain verses are going to speak to other people, but in those heightened emotional states, it's great to have a memory verse or Bible verse, I should say, that you can instantly recall. So whatever it is, there are so many. An obvious one, Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Repeat it in your mind, but think of a verse that really has just always spoken to you or given you that comfort and peace and speak it over yourself in that moment because that is God's living word and it has power and the Holy Spirit dwells within us and responds to that. Say it, name like name and claim God's presence in that moment and speak his truth over the situation. Take time to really capture a verse that speaks to you and commit to memorizing it. This one works a lot for me and helping me just have a moment. And I'm gonna share with you guys what that verse is. First, I wanna say though that Dr. Caroline Leaf talks about neuroplasticity. I've mentioned her before in previous episodes. She has a podcast called Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. She has many books. She is 
a Christian and she's also a neuroscientist. It's like the best of both worlds for me. I absolutely love reading her stuff and listening to her because while all of her stuff is founded on the word of God, she helps break it down into our life now, like how we relate it to just day-to-day operations of our thoughts and our actions and even how science backs up God's word and what is true about our bodies. Like, I know that God is the ultimate healer. I know that God can conquer everything. And that is so empowering. And in my analytical brain, it also helps to bring in the knowledge of how God created my mind. Like God created our brain to constantly be pliable and able to mold and shift and shape. It doesn't stay the same. And we have the ability by God's gift to us to create new ways of doing life and new ways of thinking. So get into understanding a little bit about how your body works, because that's also going to help you understand your responses more. And that relates a lot to your environmental situation, what is going on around you, and how your brain and body is responding to more than just the stimuli and the stimulus of maybe a very emotionally charged interaction. So being capable of taking inventory of your physical surroundings and your physical body can really help managing your emotional health. You will be surprised at what your hormones and stress level even just your physical sleep can do to your brain and how chemicals are released to make you more emotional, literally. So when she, when Dr. Caroline mentioned her, because she speaks a lot about how our brains work and this neuroplasticity, like I mentioned, and how our thoughts change the way our brain is structured and changes how we naturally respond to things. So I, we can train our brain to do different things. We can train our brains to respond in different ways. I have always aspired to be the mom with the gracious voice, the calm spirit, very comforting and nurturing presence for my kids. That is something I long to do and I hope to be that force in their life. And it takes time to relearn things that may have been traumas for you, may be things that you learn as like learned your behavior, the way you were nurtured growing up. A lot of times we emulate how our parents reacted to things. So that's applicable definitely to our parenting, like how our parents parented us. It also is applicable to how our our parents interacted with their relationships. So like different nuances to who we are and how we emotionally react to things can definitely be nurtured in us. But what Dr. Caroline Leaf and more importantly, what Jesus speaks to in the Bible is the power of God in all situations and all circumstances and his ability to surpass those natural inclinations, aka our flesh. When we are taking an inventory, so to speak, of all that and being intentional, we can drastically change the way that we are responding and our general emotional health of our day-to-day life. The verse that I have come to really fall back on is one that truly convicts my heart. And it is when Jesus himself says in one of his final moments, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. And a lot of emotional triggers for me when it comes to parenting is things like accidents. When I've told my kids repeatedly to stop doing something, they continue to do it things like that. Uh, When am I having to repeat myself constantly? It's just this overstimulation. And I am so convicted by this verse. 
every time I read about it, every time I just study the crucifixion and, and the gospel, just all of that, that is such a powerful moment because Jesus has given it all for everyone, including those who are persecuting him and torturing him and bringing him to his death. And he, in that moment, is asking for mercy for those that have harmed him. And while my children, I'm not trying to compare that situation to my kids, but it's a moment of seeing sacrificial love and truly having an opportunity to grasp the significance of that. And so much in the way specifically of this question for this mama who submitted this, being a parent is pretty much all about sacrificial love. It's not to the degree that God's love is for us, but it is definitely an understanding element of what God gave up and what God's sacrifice truly means. Our earthly brain can comprehend even just a glimpse of that by having a parent-to-child relationship. And even as a spouse, this is, you know, a sacrificial love because to be in life with other people is to definitely sacrifice part of yourself to create a relationship that is healthy. That that's it. And so this verse, for they know not what they do. For me as a mom, like so much of the things that are triggering me, like I mentioned, are things that my kids just are learning. They don't know. They don't understand. And it's my job to help them learn. And so I just, in my frustration, you know, it can, it's, can be tied up in my expectations of them. And that can be, be applicable to all my relationships. We all have this guidebook, this rule book that we've created for people in our life. And those are are basically our expectations of them. And so when people are falling down on their job, so to speak, in their relationship to us, it's usually that they're not meeting an expectation that we have placed on them. And, you know, it's all just like selfish in nature. It's what I want, what would make my life easier, what makes it more comfortable for me. And so in those moments, thinking about this verse, what Jesus says, the essence of sacrificial love, this example of it, helps me orient my heart to be forgiving right in the moment, to give grace right in the moment, to have mercy right in the moment, right as I respond, right before I respond and respond. And so it softens me. It's, it softens my heart. And it truly has been a practice that's allowed me to have such more of an awareness in my relationships, in how I'm feeling. And helps me to go about my day in a much more even tone because having that verse on my mind instantly puts into perspective what really matters and how my response can change so much for my day going forward, for my relationship with my child or the person. Um, and it just, it, it takes so much of that angry, emotional burden off of me because I just have a much better understanding of God and how Jesus responded perfectly and without sin every single time, being more like him is a testament to my children and nurtures them and my own heart in a way that responds as Jesus and not my flesh. And that is so life-giving. So maybe it's this verse because it's up for grabs or another verse that just truly convicts you and helps point you and orient you toward God 
grab that verse and imprint it on your brain so that in these moments of emotional turmoil and stress and overstimulation, trigger, triggering things, whatever you want to call it, you have God's word and God's spirit and his presence in that moment to help you navigate that emotion. It is life-changing and heart-changing, and it helps going full circle back to what I was talking about from Dr. Caroline Leaf, this neuroplasticity, we have so easily dug out these trenches and grooves of this happens, I react this way. This person says this, this is how I respond. You know, they don't do this, this is how I feel. And the more we have that, those connections, the more entrenched they become. And it's so much easier to like continue the pattern of raising our voice, continue the pattern of slamming a door, continue the pattern of hanging up on someone, like whatever it might be. That is an entrenched response. And it's almost subconscious. It's like you almost can't even control the reaction. By inserting this level, this barrier, this new thing, number one, it takes practice. You're not gonna get it right every single time from this point forward, but it helps create and entrench a new pathway. So now when those tr- those similar triggers, words, situations come up, you have this type of response instead. You have this uh, level of interaction. You take these steps in response and you truly can change your brain. You can change the way you do that. And then the other thing that I would also suggest in this season of being overstimulated is to take a minute and like do an inventory, so to speak, like I was mentioning earlier of what's going on. What's going on behind the scenes? What's going on in the environment right now? Is the TV on? Is the Alexa playing music? Are you, do you have the food cooking and the kids at your feet? You know, what What are all the circumstances? If you're at work, what's all going on? Are you having to answer an email, but then you got interrupted? You had to take a phone call. Now someone's walking into your office. Is it, you know, what has been leading up to that point? Like take a moment to reflect and say, what was going on in that moment? Number one, you need to give yourself grace, but also you need to consider ways to help dampen or soften or get rid of certain stimuli, like stop having the TV on as background noise. I've been victim to that, or I've been in that season where it's like, ooh, I just like having background noise. Now I'm in a season where I like no noise because I have been so overstimulated and burnt out that I have noticed I need to reduce the stimuli (laughs) in my life. So taking the TV off, not having Alexa on playing a song, like less noise, like actual less physical noise. So what are all the different things? And maybe you can reorient the structure of your just normal day-to-day stuff. So maybe it's you have your phone on do not disturb while you are answering emails so that anything that interrupts you isn't an extra, right? Maybe it's with your kids, you, instead of trying to cook dinner and do this at one time, you tell the kids, hey, you're going to have this activity. You set them up that for something that you know is going to keep them occupied. Then you go start dinner rather than just trying to like have your hand in all things and getting and doing all things at one time. So your stimuli level and what's going on in your environment is a huge factor in these emotionally overcharged responses. Most of the times that I have outburst or feeling on edge is because I'm over actually over truly overstimulated and I'm in control of that. So I've got to figure out a way to lessen that and have a more healthy environment in which my cortisol level, my stress level is not going bonkers. And then another practice thing that can help you if you're in a season of this is 
implement the things I've mentioned, but also take a moment to journal, really get down to the things that are going on. Like what all is going on right now? What is happening in your life right now? The things that you're trying to ignore, maybe it's job stress, maybe it's financial stress, maybe it's a relationship stress. Get it down on paper and like really see what's happening because it might be that you are literally avoiding something that you need to just deal with. You know, you need to pray about it. You need to ask for help. You need to delegate. You need to communicate better about it. You need to do something to help this root cause that's causing this extra stimulus in your life that even if you're saying, oh, I'll deal with that tomorrow, or I'm not going to deal with that right now, or convincing yourself it's not bothering you, it is. And if you take a moment to sit down and journal and just give yourself free reign, it's going to come up and you're going to see it clear as day. Like even if you've been avoiding it, you are going to see, wow, this is really bothering me. Like it's something I instantaneously decided to write about. Journaling is very helpful. It's such a helpful tool. So many therapies utilize writing and journaling because it helps make sense of the mess that might be going on in our brain and in our mind. And along with that is seeing what's there and sorting it, asking for forgiveness over something, you know, moving on, praying about it, whatever it might be, it helps us sort it. And so I want to encourage you, mama, if you're listening to this episode, please take a moment to sort, sort yourself, sort your mindset and get it down on paper, see what you're going through and jump from that place, jump from the knowledge of what's going on, what's in your control that you can do something about, you know, like I mentioned before, changing your physical environment, maybe getting more sleep, maybe asking someone to come watch your kids so you can take a nap if it's that you realize you're not getting any sleep and you're just plain tired. Uh, taking the moment to be intentional about the situation is going to pay off in so many ways by just having that that awareness. I just can't stress that enough. Having an awareness of your actual circumstance is going to help you really understand what you're grappling with. And hopefully these day-to-day things, like I mentioned, are going to help you in the moment, in the moment of dealing with these emotional times and emotional situations. The biggest power that we have is in our prayer and relationship to God and with God. So I just encourage you to draw into him, get out your Bible, read, ask for prayer. I know that's a hard one. I don't like to ask people for help because I don't like to admit that I need it. But that has had to be something I have shed because as a parent, especially, you're going to need that. And just as a person in this world, God intended us to be in a community and There's no way way any one of us can carry the burden of life without God and without the people he has placed in our pathway. So ask for that help and be open to it and just have motivation to change the situation because ultimately, even sending in this question shows what a mom you are and that you love your kids and you have an awareness of yourself and this situation that you're in and you want help to deal with it. You're a good mom. You're a loving mom. You're a caring mom. You are a mom with drive to do the best that she can for her children. And it just is a season and you're, it's okay. All of us have been overstimulated and overwhelmed with life and the situations that we're in. 
but there are always going to be ways in which we can manage that. And the biggest one is to call on him and call on God and be willing to be vulnerable with him. I encourage you guys to make sure to subscribe to this channel, get more guided and support for things that are going on in this world and in your life. Be sure to submit any anonymous questions that you have to our Dear Emily thing. You can just click the link below to get to that form. And if you are interested, I actually do have an e-course I've mentioned before. It's called Calibrate Your Compass. It's basically a course designed to help you establish a daily routine that creates a certain rhythm in your life that fosters the time for perspective, reflection, positive mindset, learning the tools to guide you daily in how you are showing up and having more tools, like I mentioned earlier, about changing the way you think about things and having frameworks to work from in order to make definite change happen in your life by working on your mindset, all based on the foundation of God and his truth and his word, because everything I do is based on that perspective. So unlike secular life coaching and secular tools and all that the perspective that I'm coming from and the way that I coach is from knowing God and seeking him first in all things. This course is just helping you get a grip on that, finding balance and joy in your everyday moments and having the margin to really go after those God callings and have a more content and joyful life. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of the Dear Emily segments. I'm going to be peppering these type of episodes in, answering these questions that come in. And I'm super excited to see what else we can help you guys with and connect on. Be sure to be in our private Facebook group called The Bold Insiders, a faith-based community to rely on and come to in the moments that life gives us. Be sure to follow the link to that in the show notes as well. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you're not alone in this journey. Together with faith and perseverance, we can navigate the beautiful and chaotic journey of our motherhood and just life in general. Blessings to you guys. And until next time, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Go live with bold intention, everyone. Bye for now.